Hello everybody, FPL teachers here, bringing you Brighton 1, Bournemouth 0. We look at how Brighton's reject side without both Casado and McAllister adapted once again to somehow overcome a very stubborn Bournemouth with a Mitoma goal making the headlines but really what we are going to assess here is both teams performances over the 90 minutes with Bournemouth themselves lining up several changes that might be intriguing for FPL purposes. We've seen Pascal Gross take over the reins in central midfield when both midfielders were unavailable before and now Billy Gilmore once again had to come into the fray to partner him at the helm. This meant that firstly, especially with Levi Colwell unavailable as well, we saw Terry Lemty start at right back with Joel Veltman in the centre. At the same time, further upfield, we saw two strikers start up for the Seagulls with Undaf and Welbeck, both basically operating in tandem, flickering between the number 10 and the number 9 position. So we have to set a bit of context and understand that Brighton lost a lot of creative players on the ball very quickly, with no Adam Lana, Evan Ferguson, or even Casado and McAllister, the creative burden fell on the shoulders of Pascal Gross, who had to play his usual one-touch passes directly to the strikers. Brighton's attack was basically lopsided with Terry Lemty in the side, pushing extremely high up the right side. It meant that their passing combinations that Deserby is so well known for involved Gross instigating Undaf and Welbeck on the left half spaces, isolating Mitoma. At the same time, on the right side, Solly March would drift in field whenever Lemty advanced, which essentially created yet another triangle of Gross to Welbeck to Solly March, if not the other way around, Gross to March to Welbeck. Despite having a whole host of chances, Dizobi anticipated that Brighton would dominate the space and this meant that Bournemouth would be expected to retreat deeper and deeper into their own half. What happened was that with Mitoma and March essentially locked out by Bournemouth's wingers as well as their fullbacks, both players had extremely poor games on the ball. And the solution was to increase their presence between Bournemouth's defence and Bournemouth's midfield. Bringing on a playmaker for a striker is not an unusual move that Dizabi does and this was where Welbeck came off for Samiento. Samiento himself is a quick and decisive playmaker that was able to run vertically and this verticality was what Brighton so crucially needed to break Bournemouth for their goal. The issue here was that Brighton's current squad fails to introduce runs that will stretch opposition defences. Mitoma and March are both players that work well laterally on the flanks, while at the same time Pascal Gross as well as Welbeck and Undaf both do not have skill sets that run beyond defences. So at this stage, at least for FPL purposes, we know that Brighton tend to crowd around one particular area of the pitch to create chances. At least as a solid plan B, we can see Brighton moving forward where eventually these overloads in these half spaces will result in the wingers getting chances and in this particular case, Mitoma was the one who came up with the winner. Monmouth 
and their 4-5-1 on paper actually defended as a 4-4-2. With midfielder Hamad Traore defending alongside Semenyo up front, they looked like a strike pair rather than a midfield 5 that was designed to stifle Brighton. This was perhaps intentional given that we know Brighton operate with two central midfielders and they are key to everything Brighton do. So with Bournemouth defending as a 4-4-2 initially, the question came down to how they would actually counter-attack. With so many pacey players at their disposal such as Huatara and Anthony and with Philip Billing, a returnee alongside Jefferson Lerma in midfield, they had the creative opportunities as well as the abilities to play really delicate through balls between Brighton's centre-back and full-backs. However, it was change of pace that really made the difference once again as Jordan Zamora, all the way at left back, was the one that helped transition from defense into attack. The fullback's incessant preference to dribble, even though he is outnumbered 2v1, will continue to create chances, and it was just a matter of who enabled the wingers first. Zamora on the left basically worked with Anthony to create various chances on the counter, while on the right side, eventually Jefferson Lerma would activate Watara on the counter as well. So with these counter-attacks in mind, we have to understand that Bournemouth defended for majority of the game, and they defended in a formation that dropped deeper and deeper, eventually forming a 6-2-2, where both wingers essentially learned from Tottenham's setup against Man City, dropping alongside their fullback to form a two-fullback system on each flank. So for FPL purposes, this is both a gift and a curse. On one hand, they would directly combat threats on the flanks, where they basically cannot be overloaded because if a striker pulls out wide, they will still have two players defending. If a fullback bombs forward, they will still be able to counteract both threats safely as long as they stay outside of the formation. The issue here was that they had additional space between fullback and winger that essentially created a second quote-unquote half space that Brighton took advantage of here. At this stage, though, we do have to give Bournemouth credit still for stifling Brighton for most of the game, essentially keeping all of the attackers at bay so long as they can keep the ball outside this back six. At the same time, it has to be said that as long as you come across a player that can threaten Bournemouth, both vertically as well as laterally on the same side, they will almost certainly create chances. Here, Samiento and Mitoma did the damage and... Looking into the future, it's very likely that these very weaknesses will continue to surface as they play more difficult opponents. This game gave us more insight about Bournemouth than Brighton, in the sense that we know how to attack Bournemouth, where both flanks are so strictly defined that it, their fates really come down to who they play up against. In this particular case, Anthony and Zamora repeatedly got past Lemty as well as Veltman on the left side. So at this stage, we know that their fortunes depend not only their playability but their matchups as well. At the same time, we know that Bournemouth are a side who will take things seriously at the back and their home away form is more stark than ever. Away from home, they will almost retreat into their shell but at home, that very same shell could be a springboard for dangerous counter-attacks. 
This is FPL Teacher. We'll look at Man United Crystal Palace up next. <laughs>